Hey, Rob, what do you think of our funky new football in Berkshire branding? They're great, Tom. Who's made them? They've been created by friend of FIB, Ellis Woods, who runs his own creative agency, Flair Media. He's heavily involved in grassroots football and kindly sponsors this very podcast. That's great. What else do they do? Well, it's funny you should say that, Rob. Ellis offers affordable digital marketing, digital and print branding like logos, banners, flyers and business cards, as well as website content creation and management. Go and have a look at flaremedia.online and tell Ellis we sent you. Hello and welcome to the Berkshire Football Stories podcast with me, Tom Canning, and him, Rob Davis. This is our pub, but not in a pub chat podcast. We're doing daily to try and keep ourselves and all of you busy during the lockdown. You can see more podcasts from us by searching foot, uh, sorry, Berkshire Football Stories on your favourite favorite podcast app. You can also follow us on Twitter at FI Berkshire and find out more at www.footballinberkshire.co.uk. Uh, today, our very special guest is a um, former Woking midfielder, uh, Mark Franks, who joins us on the phone. Hello, Mark. Hi, Rob. Hi, Tom. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. Stuck inside? I am indeed, yeah. <laughs> um, we, do, I don't, you, you won't know this, but um, you, you kind of cross paths with two of my, my big passions from my childhood. Um, one being uh, Bracknell Town, going and watching Bracknell Town games, uh, and right. the other being the 1990-91 Road to Wembley FA Cup video, uh, of which it forms, forms quite, a, quite a large part, I think, of your, your footballing career, uh, which, we'll, which we'll, we'll kind of get on to. So... Um, I guess where where do we start? I mean, how did you how did you kind of start playing football? When did when did Woking come come knocking? Um, well, I started. Um, I live in Guildford actually, so around here it was sort of all or nothing. There was nothing in between. I never got picked up at school or anything. Um, so from about seventeen eighteen, I played for a team called Guildford and Wolfenstein, which played in the um, combined counties league. Yeah, and we won that. And um, Jet Chapel was. Um, player manager of Farnham Town, a sort of a rival team. And he, he then got the opportunity to take over at Windsor and Eden, in, I think, which was then mm, Ismian. It was Ismian 2, anyway. So he basically culled all the, um, the players from the combined counties, which was a fair, fairly good league. Um, and along with a guy called Mark Davis and Alan Lua, we went over to Windsor, and that kind of started me on what I call sort of non-league football. Though. Guildford was, it was sort of, you know, I didn't really count that. And um, yeah, so I started with Jeff there, really. Jeff was, uh, you, you've reminded, I, I, do you know what, it's shameful to say, I'd, I'd forgotten about Jeff Chapel, but again, sort of growing up, he was that sort of legendary FA Cup manager. He he was, yeah. he had that, that, what was he like to uh, to, to, to be managed by? Um, if I'm honest, um, looking back, I think he was probably a genius, but... Uh, <laughs> There were times when I was at Woking, just moving forward a little bit, um, we played five at the back, basically. I was an out-and-out winger. Yeah. A guy, a guy called Lloyd Y was an out-and-out left back. But he, he wanted to play with wing backs. So, you know, I was pretty good at the forward bit and Lloyd was very good at the defending bit. But um, mm. you never knew with him, you know, you'd, you'd play five or six games on the trot. It wouldn't matter on your form or anything. And all of a sudden, bang, you'd be on the bench. And you think, why has he done that? And then the team that he put out would go out and win. And it would just, and it and it went like that for me. And to be honest, at the FA Cup run that you're later going to talk about, but I found him frustrating. But looking back, you can't knock what he done. Lovely guy, I get on great with him. But yeah, I, you know, 
I don't want to. I don't want to knock him. Or anything. <laughs> Done fantastically well, but um, very frustrating for me as a player. And you know, but like I say, he was obviously right. Uh, so when did you make the move to Woking then? Um, the first one, that... I had a short spell. Um, I, I left, I had a great season with Jeff. I, I ripped my hamstring. Ooh. I was out for a long time, three, four months. And I kind of um, uh, lost my way a little bit and I couldn't get back. I kept coming back and it kept going. The other one went and uh, I lost a bit of confidence and a bit of form. But in the meantime, Woking came in for me and they had a new manager, a guy called Dave Holloway, who had this fantastic dream that he was going to play all youngsters. I think I was 20, 19, 20 at the time. All youngsters, we were going to go on, into, you know, this was Isthmian and Premier, and do well. And of course, you know, we had some good players, but we had no senior players there, and, and it didn't work. So I then went to Woking there. Uh, I got released from there twice for various reasons. One for playing Sunday football, which is obviously a no-no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, I was desperate to play. I fell over. Well, I got really badly kicked and I tried telling him that I went down the coast and fell off a breakwater but he got back to me <laughs> he called me in his office and he said brilliant you've got to go and I said okay fair enough so I then finished that season at Guildford and Walkerston and um, yeah so that's how I originally got to Woking but then um, I went to Maidenhead for a year a uh, guy Colin Lippiot oh um, yeah sorry oh, oh yeah no I remember the name yeah, I mean, again, Colin, um, he was like an encyclopedia of football. He'd, he'd ring me all the time, never met the bloke, didn't know who he was. He'd ring me and he'd, he'd say, right, Philly, what's happening at Woking? What's happening at Leatherhead? What's happening now over your... And he'd take people's numbers off me and things like that, and I didn't even know him. <laughs> he, he eventually, he, he, at the end of that season, again, I was thinking, I don't know what I'm going to do next year. Me and Mark Davis said, let's have a go. We'll go to Maidenhead, and we had a fantastic season. Um we finished third in Division One. Um, narrowly missed out. I scored something like 25 goals that year, which you know, as a midfield player, you know, I had a great season. But then, the end of that season, with hindsight, and maybe should have stayed there. But um, Jeff, we didn't go up. Wins did go up to the uh, Premier. Jeff rang me, and I thought I've, I've got to try and better myself. And again, me and Mark Davis uh, went to Windsor. So, again, it, it, it's backs and forwards all the time, to be honest. <laughs> uh, Jeff, Jeff then left there after about two years, went to Woking, where they struggled at first, but then he pulled them round. I think they won Division 2, they were in Division 1. Meantime, I was at Windsor, I had some great years at Windsor. I think I had 12 seasons there altogether, but at this particular spell, I had three or four. Again, I fell out with the manager, John Clements, um, and uh, Colin... Lippiot rang me up and said, Brilliant, do you fancy a change? He said, We've only got to get a draw today at, at home to Lewis, and um, we're in Premier next year. I said, Yeah, great, I'm in. Along with Stuart Mitchell, who came across with me. Anyway, I picked the paper up the next day, and they didn't, they didn't win, they lost, and uh, they didn't go up on goal average. So, but I said, No, no, my mind's made up. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, so that was my second spell at Woking. When 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 was your second? When, do you remember what year that was that you you went for that uh, second spell? Second spell must have been I would think 80, 88, 89. I only had two years, two or three years there. The second time, so I had a year the first time. Um, yeah, I think it was. It was a season prior to the. Um, although we had a good cup run that year, but yeah. prior, to, prior to the big cup run, 
No, 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 no. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> You're enjoying the, uh, the, yeah, the uh, context. It's great. Um, so, working must have. You must have been there for a promotion season for the working uh, yeah. for working. We were in the uh, Premier Division when the cup run started. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. We were in Division One. Um, again, we had this. Um, this. Well, we, we came second with 101 points. Um, with an 01, it was 103, I think. Um, but it was it was it was great. I mean. Again, frustrating. I'd play five games. Lloyd would play five games. You know, I, and the, but the worst thing for me was the cup run because we played Slough Town in the first round proper, and they were they were the, my biggest rivals when I was at Windsor. I, had some, I loved playing against Slough. They'd always be <laughs> like two and, a, two and a half thousand. You know, cracking games. Real, real good. Great lads as well, but their supporters didn't really like me that much. But um, I loved it. And so we played Slough in the first round proper, and we beat them at Slough. So that was it. I thought, fantastic. And then we got drawn, um, where did we get drawn? Cambridge. Cambridge? Uh, sl- oh, sl- hang on. Uh, Cambridge, yeah, Cambridge United. Cambridge. And, you know, I've been playing, I've been playing quite well as well. So I thought, right, really nervous. Um, went into the loo to have a wee just before the team was going to be announced. And... Fred Callahan was uh, in the toilet as well, but he didn't know I was in there. He started chatting to Richard Bazagalo, Tim's younger brother. And Rich said, what, what do you reckon he's going to do today then, um, Fred? And Fred said, well, I think, because we had a bit of a flu bug, funnily enough, going around at the time, and I was about the only one who didn't have it. But um, he, he named what he thought his side was, and a guy called Steve Moss, who's a good lad, good player, he's an agent now, I think, for footballers. Um, He'd come out of the blue and he'd put him in in his team. And uh, and Richard said, so what, Freddie's not in that starting one? He said, no, I think we're going to go with this, this. He said, but I don't know, Jeff's picking his team, nothing to do with me. Anyway, I went out the toilet. So just, anyway, so I knew, I knew then that I wasn't going to be playing and I've never been so disappointed in my life. Mm. I, I was almost in tears, you know. I thought, How can we, what have I done? I was the only one who didn't get flu. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and, yeah, but, um, you know... Uh, so at the end of that season, to be honest, I thought, you know what, I, I could be on my way. I, I'm not regular. I'm, you know, I'm as regular as Lloyd is, but I'm not. I, I, I needed to be loved a little bit, you know. I needed, I needed. To, <laughs> yeah, I read the show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For some people, it works the other way, but it wouldn't. It wasn't as if I was playing badly either. This is the thing that frustrated me. If I was on a bad, I know as a winger, when your confidence is down, you know, you you, you don't play well, you get dropped, and I accept that, but. Um, anyway, so Colin persuaded me to stay for another year, and to be honest, similar things start. I didn't start the first first three or four games, and then Chesham, Chesham came in. A few teams came in for me, and I said, "No, I'm going to stay," because I was always loyal. I would, I'd always see the season, and um, it came to the cup run again. I'd been in the team about four or five games before the cup run, and then bang, I was out. I was in the, on the bench, so. Didn't play three, four games before the um, West Brom game. I'm talking about. Sorry, yeah. am I going too far? No, 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 no. By all means. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't actually featured in uh, the Yeovil game, the um, Macclesfield. I think it was. It was a few games I hadn't even featured in. Uh, anyway, we played Marlow in the cup on the um, Tuesday night before the West, West Brom game, and I was playing. And I thought, oh, fair enough. 
you know, obviously saving people for Saturday. And uh, I played, I scored, we won 3-1, played quite well, and I thought, oh, well, I might, you know, at least this time I might be on the bench, I thought. Yeah. And um, anyway, we were, when we were up there, I was in my room, I think I was with Terry Worsfold, and Colin came in and he said, really, I know you get really nervous, but just to let you know you're playing tomorrow. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It was, you know, I wasn't expecting it at all. And that's what I mean about Jeff. But what he done in that game, he played Lloyd and myself because they had a guy called Tony Ford. Is this and he, West Brom away? West Brom yeah. away. And he was lively. But Lloyd was very good at, um, uh, how can I put it, slowing people down. Um, so the plan was I sat in front of Lloyd and, and just ran around, really. And then if he get, got past me, he didn't get past Lloyd because he'd probably finish up in row Z or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's not fair on Lloyd really he had a great game Lloyd did against and um yeah and, and the rest is just sort of you know it was uh, it was a tough game I, at half time I came off I couldn't breathe I thought it felt like we were getting murdered but Fred just said look we're well in this boys 11 against 11 their, own, their heads are going to go down and sure enough we just absolutely torn apart second half so oh. it, no go on Rob sorry Oh, Sorry. Are you there, Rob? He's frozen. Yeah, did I break up? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go ahead, Tom. Um, Mark. So in that game, West Brom were they? They were uh, in the in the top division, weren't they? They were they were what we'd call the Premier League now. No, they were Div One. Oh, were they? Okay. Um, in that case, then my my second question: It was Ron Atkinson was in charge, wasn't it? It was who? Sorry. Was it Ron Atkinson that was in charge? Oh, uh, Talbot. Oh, God, this is all going wrong. My my memory yeah, of this. Yeah, switch. I can remember that, yeah. Because I'll tell you, I remember it. We read the programme and it said, look, let's get this, let's put this in perspective. They're an average Ryman Premier League yeah. side. We're good Division 1. Should be fighting to be in the Premiership, well, Division 1 next year side. So this should be, you know, he, it was ridiculous what he wrote. And, you know, you talk about people getting G'd up and motivated. But, <laughs> you know, that was, and their crowd were, oh, they... They turned against them big time, and they, they, you know, we were on their shoulders, and that it was fantastic. It was brilliant. I'm ninety percent. I know the, I know the answer to this, but that cost that game cost it cost him his job, didn't it? Yeah, I think yeah, it he did. Got, yeah, he got sacked the following week. Rob, yeah. sorry, Rob, all, all yours. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I think I cut out there. But just going back to set a bit of uh, context, you've uh, um, already played by the time the West Brom game comes around, you've already played three uh, three games. The Woking. Well, three ties, sorry. Uh, you've played uh, Bath City uh, in the fourth qualifying round, yeah. played Kidderminster Harriers, um, yeah. and finally got through after three games uh, in the first round, and you played uh, um, as the Tidfill uh, um, in the second round, all of which were uh, teams from the division above you. Uh, when you get drawn against... Uh, when, as uh, a Woking player, you get drawn against these teams, do you... Um, do you feel like you've got a chance in these games? Or obviously, well, obviously you have. You've gone through. But um, do you were you um, keen to get the bigger uh, teams from the division above, or were you uh, uh, hoping for, you know, maybe someone at the same level as yourselves? No, no. I honestly think at the time we were the best non-league side in. You know, I know this sounds brash, but in the country, I don't. I don't think anyone could touch us. We didn't. We didn't care. We really didn't care. I mean, you've only got to look at the scores in. In, in them games, you know, um, mm. we we didn't fear anyone. We really didn't. Um, 
we didn't expect to beat West Brom, obviously. No. But, but you know. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So, uh, so like you say, the Merth for the game, you won, uh, we won at home and won 5-1. Um, they're the division above. I mean, like you say, you, you back yourself against anyone, but that's a pretty emphatic scoreline from a team from the division above. Uh, oh, that, talk yeah. us through that one a bit. I think um, that was a Mark Biggins show, I think. I, I think Did he score a hat-trick that day? I think or? some someone definitely did. And I think it was probably, I remember that I can remember the commentary in my head from the, from the video, uh, which I must yeah. get. I must get hold of that video because it was great. But yeah, I think, I think yeah, you're right. If, if I'm feeling a bit down, I, I, I always stick the West Brom video. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but going back to Big O, he was a real strange one because he, he, again, he was with me at Windsor and, uh, he really didn't do it there, you know. He really didn't cut the mustard. And at Woking, he was just like, I'm, I'm not being funny. At Woking, he didn't even. When we used to, we all we used to do was play um, six sides in training, and no one would pick Big O because he just he, he wasn't interested. And Fred used to say, "Go and get, go and get changed. Go and have a shower. Just go away, Big O." And then <laughs> play on Saturday, and he was unbelievable. And he, I played against him after that as well when he left Woking, and he was never the player, but it, that was his niche, and he was. Just let him do what he wants, and on his day, he's unplayable. Brilliant. Um, so, sorry, Rob, go on. I, I'm not doing yeah. very well at this today. Carry on, Rob. It's all good. <laughs> so the uh, third round draw comes uh, rolling around, and uh, you get drawn away to West Brom. Uh, so they're a pretty big side. Uh, they've been in the top division four or five years previously, uh, but they're having a um, a bad run in the in the like you say, the Div 2 as it was then, yeah. uh, which is now the Championship. Um, do you give yourself any hope at all, or do you? Uh, what, what are you thinking when that draw comes out? I'm thinking it's a good day out, really. Um, yeah. We're all thinking the same, you know, enjoy the moment, um, get our suits and that, you know, a little bit of um, <laughs> mail and uh, Surrey ad, and yeah, um, I mean, you know, but it, it obviously exploded after that. But yeah, we just like well, enjoy, the, enjoy the moment really, but not really expecting, you know, really and truly, not expecting a chance, you know. So, um, so on the day, uh, talk us through the sort of build up to the game. Did you drive up the day before in the coach, or was it? Um, uh, yeah. Were you even in a coach, or what? What, what yeah, happened? Yeah, yeah, they could afford that. Yeah, we we um we went up the night before. Um, I think Jeff said, "Look, you can have a couple of have a couple of beers, but you know, don't go stupid." So we, we no one did. You know, everyone was just excited, really. Um, mm. So uh, then we got up in the morning, just had our pre-match. Um, I don't think. Oh yeah, I think we had been told the side then actually. Yeah, because I know Paul Mulvaney wasn't. Terry Wurzfeld was on the bench, and Paul Mulvaney, who'd been playing, wasn't even in. Involved, and the last time I saw him was in the bar, and he was he was he, he had a few whiskeys, but um, yeah. So we then we just got on the coach short. I can't remember how far away, but just a funny little story. Well, it's not that funny actually, but it's just something that really we we were pulling out of the um, hotel foyer, and um, on the left hand side there was some little row of houses sort of thing, and an old boy was just waddling up up his path, and he was putting his milk bottles out. That's how long ago it was putting his milk bottle and uh, as he we stopped as he was there and he looked at us and he was obviously a West Brom fan and he put on his left hand he put five fingers up 
on his right hand he had his fist like that and then he had his thumb going downwards like that <laughs> five nil so anyway didn't th- we gave him rope a stick you can imagine banging on the windows and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway just to cut a long story short we came back to the hotel afterwards and uh he was waiting at the end of his at the end of his path fair play to him and he just clapped us as we as the coach drove past the wheel Gave him the thumbs up. It was a it was a nice little nice little <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Thing. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> um. The so the the following game. Uh. Obviously, Everton. Uh. Ever, you draw Everton. Um. That game was due to be played at Kingfield, but it was switched. What was that? Just because more you get more people into the ground at Goodison was it, or or was it was it sort of psychological? No, definitely, definitely. Um, more people and you know we were all if we were all last individually we would have all said yeah let's go because again we're not going to win we're thinking we're not going to win you know there's a difference between at that time between Everton they were a decent from, uh, Division 1 side as well so we thought mm-hmm. yeah, you know let's go up there 35,000 fantastic and, and I think we really did enjoy that day more you know I think we knew what we were what it was going to be like I mean, it was a great day. They took us up. We went up there the day before. We went up there the Friday before. We were the guest of honours at Anfield. They were playing. Liverpool were playing Brighton. Um, mm-hmm. We went to the um, in the boardroom at half-time, coffee and biscuits with their chairman. And they really looked after us. The cop clapped us and everything. And walking out, <laughs> the Everton supporters putting their arms around our necks saying, you've got to beat the blue. <laughs> Whatever they said tomorrow and all that. That was great. It was great. We we trained on Southport um, Beach. Um, yeah, it was great. Great experience. Because the uh, uh, game, the uh, um, your game against Everton was on the Sunday for selected for yeah. TV, I believe. Yeah. I've, I've just. Uh, oh, sorry. Carry on. No, sorry. You said why it was on TV. Oh, it was on TV. I believe was it. I don't think it was. I think it was Arsenal no? Leeds, Arsenal I think. Okay. I might be wrong, I might be wrong, but I don't think it was. Um... Anyway, uh, on Sunday, anyway, I've had a look at the uh, team that you were up against um, that yeah. day in Everton. I'll just go through it very quickly. Uh, Neville Southall, Andy Hinchcliffe, Dave Watson, uh, Kevin Ratcliffe, Neil McDonald, uh, John Eberle, Stuart McCall, Kevin Sheedy, Tony Cotty and Graham Sharp. I mean, there's some pretty stellar names in that list, and uh, I think I've had a quick look, and I think only John Ebrell wasn't captain internationally at that first eleven. Uh, how do you feel about? Uh, how were you feeling about the the game there and going up against such a you know top quality lineup? Really? Yeah, um, we, I don't know. We didn't know what to expect really, but um, we played really well. I mean, we played really well. We, mm. I said at the time, the difference is people don't realise. We were playing on grounds which have improved immensely now, but Kingfield wasn't great then. The, yeah. grounds, the grounds we were playing on were like park pitches. You play at Goodison, it's like playing on, you know, dead flat surface. The ball was true. And I said this to one of the guys from the Wokey News and Mail at the time. I said, you know, I think we, we, would, we would play a lot better if we... And, and we did. We kept the ball down because we always played anyway. That was the way we played. And they gave us a little bit too much respect, I think. Um, and luckily, they... They got out, you know. They they got a, um, one goal. I think we hit the post. Um, we had chances. It was an even game. It was a really even game. But Southall at the end, he Neville, he, he stood by the um, 
where, where you walked out and he just clapped us in and he was in his kit and then we saw him in the car park he just went straight home in his football kit he was absolutely gutted that they didn't smash us and um, <laughs> yeah, the supporters were fantastic and I'd wound him up a little bit because Stuart McCall put his studs down my calf and, and really he was a naughty player anyway but he was only little actually he looked bigger on telly but um, and the, I said to the referee I can't remember the ref's name you probably got the he's well known ref at the time but um, I said that I had a go at him and all that. And then the Scousers sort of heard me having a go at him and that. Yeah, he starts to be just sort of southerner and all that. And then I started saying that at least I've got a job and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, a, that was a big mistake. <laughs> because after that, they absolutely hammered me. For the, for the, but at the end, they were fantastic. They walked, I walked past them and I went, no, nah, you're all right, son. And I, it was, yeah, they were great. It, it, was, it was good fun, really good fun. Um, so, so following that, is it a bit of a, a bit of a crash back down to earth when you get back to kind of league action? And what, what, how did that season end? How, how did that season for Woking go after that? Um, um, we won the cups, we won the league cup, we won the Surrey Senior Cup, but we didn't get promotion. We had too many games. We, you know, we should have won it at a canter, but we we played too many games and we we were catching up and we went a bit stale. Um, we lost games. We lost to Basingstoke in between the West Brom and Everton game, and I think they, I think they were bottom. I think they get rele- got relegated, and we lost three-one. You know, we that really was um, it cost us, I think. But um, you know, but we won the cups. Yeah, we won the uh, Surrey Senior against Kingstonian. Again, we're playing in front of huge crowds all the time. The, the game actually after um, the Everton game on the Tuesday night with Walkman Herschel at Kingfield and. I think there was about four and a half thousand. Wow! And it was um, it it had to it was a seven forty five kickoff and they had to make it eight thirty. You couldn't. I don't know how many people there were there. There was more than that, but it was, and it was like that to the end of the season. We were, the crowds were huge, and it was it just it just started to get bigger and bigger from the Division One days, and the crowds were fantastic, always well supported. Mm-hmm. What uh, what happened to you at the end of that season? At the end of that season. Where, where did you did you was it like did you move on yeah. up did you what yeah you? I've done pre-season there um, and Colin came up to me and he said and there, I'm not being funny there was every Tom Dick and Harry down there they were there was players from all of a sudden Woking were getting a different sort of player in you know there were players from league clubs um, who hadn't quite made it and things like that and I thought mm, you know I haven't been entirely happy anyway because I was in and out and Windsor rang me and it was different over there. I was sort of, I wouldn't say the main man, but I, I was well liked over there. And it, you know, so uh, when um, the guy at the time, Elf Colton, rang me, I, I, I more or less said yes straight away. And Colin rang me up. He said, "Great, I'm really glad you, you know, you, you've going, you've made a good decision in that." And so, yeah, I, I was, yeah, that was a good thing for me at the time. But uh, I guess uh, going just, to, I guess draw a line under the uh, Woking days those games against West Brom and uh, Everton they've got to be career highlights for you and they the biggest stadiums you played in um, uh, competitively oh yeah without a doubt Um, I think it's 35,000 at Everton and 15 15 at West Brom 16 I think something like that yeah but yeah um, yeah definitely I mean, when I was at Windsor, we got some good friendlies when I was at Windsor, but they were always at home. We, we played Arsenal, a very, very good t- Arsenal team and things like that. But in, in 
in view of no, that they were the biggest games that I'd played in, and the biggest. Yeah, I mean, real eye opener. And funnily enough, when you're playing, you don't you don't really hear it. You hear your support. You know, I mean, the Woking sports. There was ten thousand, ten thousand at, um, at, at the Everton game. You know, and where oh. they came from, I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> they were everywhere, but it, it was it was a good day. It was a good day from everyone from Woking and, and Guildford, I think. And uh, yeah, it was just. Um, yeah, that they were the two highlights. But I, um, I, I still think it doesn't matter what what level you play at or what games you play at. Football is just for me. You know, I've got a vet, I play in a vets team now, and I get just as much out of it as I did. I know that sounds ridiculous, but it's something about football that I think it just, you know, it it's just when things are going well, it's fantastic. When things are going badly, it's horrible. But when things are going, because for all them good things we've just spoken about, I've had relegations with Windsor and, um, you know, things like that, two or three. And when it's bad, it's bad. But when it's good, it's fantastic. Um, Mark, just just to sort of, just to round things off, um, I, I just want to ask you a little bit about kind of your, your time at Bracknell, because that, that's where I, I watched you yeah. play. And that was towards, sort of just towards the end of your, your sort of, yeah. your, your, your career at that, at that sort of level. Um, how how did you end up coming to Bracknell? And um, also, why do they call you Frilly? Oh God, I knew you were going to ask the Frilly. <laughs> the Frilly one of is not it's not exciting or anything. There's a lot of stories and um, a lot of mine. You know, I can't tell you, but <laughs> the actual true one is so mundane. It, it, basically, I've had it since I was twelve. Um, we had to do a thing at school in a drama thing, and we had a football, and we all basically made nicknames for each other and I was a footballer and I was Freddie Franks and that was it and that is that's it but <laughs> my, my son calls me Frills my, my brother calls me Frill my, you know people don't even people think my name is Phil Franks they don't know my name's Mark Franks but um and going back to the Bracknell thing um it was Nicky Collier oh, okay again a Woking link he funnily enough I was watching I went up to the uh, FA Trophy final me and my brother-in-law, we said, let's go up to Wembley and watch uh, Woking a plane. can't remember who they're playing. I think it was Northwich or someone. And we went up there, and it was at the old Wembley. I think it might have been the last year. But I was walking up the steps, and I bumped into Nick. And I'd known Nick from East Bay for Wokingham. Um, really nice guy. And he said, oh, what are you doing next year? And I said, oh, um, I'm going to go back to Windsor probably. And he said, look, if ever anything doesn't quite work out, give me a call. And I said, yeah, OK, fine. And I went back to Windsor. Basically, the manager got sacked. Um, I can't remember who. Uh, John Clements. And then um, the ex slow manager came in, Alan Davis, and he just didn't fancy me at all. Um, and so they got rid of I went in one day and they got rid of they, they said, we're going to let you go. I said, OK, fair enough. And um, then Nick, the phone rang in the week, and it was Nick. He said, hi, mate. How are you? I said, yeah, yeah. He said, what are you up to then? I said, what do you mean? He said, well, he said, enjoying it at Windsor. I said, no, I've been released. He said, well, fantastic. He said, can you come training on Thursday? I said, yeah, okay. So I went over there. didn't know anyone over there. Um, went over there and, yeah, I loved it at Bracknell. Absolutely loved it. Some great characters. Tally, Mark Tallentire, Mark Murphy, Mickey Parker. You know, some larger-than-life Mickey Havermans. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, because... I could, you know, but I really enjoyed it. And, and look, Nick was good for me because Nick thoroughly trusted me. Bang, I was, you're playing and you're in. 
You know, I, he, I trained on the Thursday and I started on Saturday, which put a few people's nose out of joint, but I scored two goals, so that kind of helped. And, um, yeah, we, we just missed out on promotion that year, but I, I loved it there. Absolutely loved it. And I, and all the way through. And then after that, uh, I was really disappointed when Nick, Nick jacked it in and uh, Brian Brun took over. Um, and I had to win him over again because I was then getting on a bit. And it was the stigma of, oh, you're 36, 37. I was always mm. going to come off and things. And I just... Um, but... Uh, no, and then who's in charge in the end? Oh, Tally's brother, Keith Tally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Clive. Yeah, I had to, again, I had to win him over. Um, but I, I just about did at the end. Um, got quite a few goals in the last season I was there, actually. But I did, I, I, did, I mean, it's a real family club, Bracknell. Um, and so was Windsor, and so was Woking. But, but Bracknell, I, could, I just felt more chilled. Yeah. I, I wasn't getting, you know, the money. There was no money. There was no pressure. It was just go out and... Uh, and you know enjoy but I'd, actually I was thinking about the, I packed it up when I was 40 um, and the reason I packed it up uh, we played on a Tuesday night against Tilbury I'm a self-employed electrician so you know it's a bit of a trek for me to get the yeah. bracket all that home so mm. it's raining I think it's February time it's raining it was a horrible day so I left work about 2 came home had something to eat got over to Bracknell on the coach I think there was five players no show oh wow I, I wouldn't say big time Charlie players but players that would play every every week and I thought anyway load of kids in there um, for the reserves good lads really good lads decent players but not to go to Tilbury on a Tuesday night when it's snowing um, and we lost 6-1 and then um, come Saturday five lads that didn't weren't there on Tuesday were there and I was dropped along with about three other players, and I just thought, nah, I'm not doing this anymore. So um, I carried on the season, and uh, and that was it. I wasn't really enjoying it as much as I had been, um, you know. But, you know, that's it. It's, it's a pity, but, I've, you know, I was 40 by then. Yeah. I still play now, and I'm still fairly quick, and I'm I'm, I'm quite lucky with injuries, touch wood. But... Um, because I, I, to, to be a sort of a, a winger, a quick winger, and still still going at forty—that's quite unusual, really. I suppose. Did it, did your position change at all? No, not really. Um, you know, I had a few tricks. I, I looked quicker than I think I was, <laughs> if that's possible. Um, mm. I just had this little trick where, if fullback, and of course, if I played with someone like Mickey Parker or someone like that, they got to know me. If they just knocked the ball low and along the ground, I just used to step over it and run around the other side of the guy. And you can't defend that. and it, it, Because logic, you, you leave your legs open. And, and then I used to be, and, and it looked like I was rapid, but I wasn't really. I was just that little burst. And and, um, and getting getting the right wrong side of defence as well. Just making the right runs, I think. But um, no, I, I, I never really changed. I didn't really feel that I could play left back or or any deeper, maybe central midfield, but no. I, I, I play now and I still play wide left. And I'm, I'm a good crosser of the ball, so I'll get away with quite a lot. But um, yeah, no, I'm still loving it though. Mark, we'll just uh, we'll just wrap things up there. Rob, was there anything else you uh, you had on your list you wanted to ask? 
No, I think you covered quite a lot there, Mark. Thanks for that. <laughs> no, no, Mark. Mark no, it's good. The, the whole no, point no. of these things is to get a story out of you. So um, the fact that you're so willing to to, to, to no, come. I'm not being funny, um, Simon Rob. I used to go in Sainsbury's at Guildford there, and every Friday I'd come home and go, Claire would say to me, you've been a long time, Mark. So, oh, crikey, I've been reliving the Goodison moment. Or relive, <laughs> you know. And now it's nice to talk about it because I haven't spoken yeah. about it for 20 years. So... <laughs> was, in the future you can just point people to this i talked about it on there that's fine just just go and listen to that um mark just to just to just to finally finish off we always ask this question we've been asking this question to everybody we've had on um can, just to help people uh who are kind of sat at home like us um, can you recommend a, a box set or a tv show you're watching that you that you'd recommend to everybody oh that's a great question isn't it um, <laughs> We've just started watching Ozark, um, which is pretty good. But, oh, crikey. What's the one with Jennifer Saunders in? It's just... It's, oh, Vicar Absolutely Dibley. Fabulous. Sorry? Oh, no, Jennifer. Absolutely Fabulous. The Stranger. No, The Stranger. Oh. oh right. <laughs> it is top. That is well worth a look. Yes, The Stranger. Oh, okay. We, I think a few people have said that. I didn't realise Jennifer Saunders was in it, I must admit. I haven't it for long. She, oh, no, I won't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mark Franks, thank you very much for uh, for for joining us. Um, no problem. That was the Berkshire Football Stories podcast pub, but not in a pub chat with uh, ex Woking midfielder Mark Franks. Um, you can see more in this series by searching Berkshire Football Stories on your favourite podcast app. Please subscribe for all the latest, and if you have a minute, please give us a rating and a review. And um, all that is left to say is that it's goodbye from me, Tom. Uh, it's goodbye from Rob. Bye, everyone. And it's goodbye from Mark. Yep, cheers. Thanks for having me.